the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well. Today, here's a piece yours truly hosted that I trust you will enjoy. Everything's all right. Everybody, welcome to the post game show. Dwayne Patterson here. Hugh, even though he was just here, well, he really isn't here because he kind of had a thing. So he's uh, bailed out of his New York studios. He has committed. Uh, what did we learn today about the three hours? We learned that he committed um, petty theft on air, live streamed on the radio. He broke into Mike Gallagher's studio and took his bag of relief factor and consumed ill-gotten gain on air. That's what we learned about Hughes' trip to New York today. But now, we've got all sorts of stuff that are still going on in the studio. We are constantly scouring the world for news and thinking about what we could talk about on the after show in the universe, H-U-G-H-N-I-V-E-R-S-E.com, where I kind of do my own little show at... 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, Reuters has a piece out today that is a kind of a, a scorecard, if you will, a March Madness grid, if you will, of the Democratic field that is taking shape in the primary. Now, most of us here in the studio pretty much eat, drink, and sleep news. Even though we're not all Democrats, we kind of follow this stuff, so we kind of have a good working knowledge of who these people are. You may not actually know all of the people that are in or all but in that are going to be part of the process. And I don't even think the Reuters list is complete. They've got it to 18, I think, so far that are that are definite probables that are going to be part of the equation. Adam Youngman is here. Board op extraordinaire, Adam. How many how many people can you possibly name on the Democratic side that are in? Well, not all eighteen, but probably like twelve. You could probably come up with twelve. Here is the definitive Reuters list of everybody that is in the field, and the first one they list isn't really technically in the field yet. He's going to be. Everybody knows he's going to run. But Joe Biden is listed first. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, has had not really the best rollout possible. He's uh, got all sorts of Me Too problems, and he's kind of handsy, handsy, touchy-feely Joe and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I know there's people that are trying to use the whataboutism and say, well, yeah, but Donald Trump this and Donald Trump that. Well, Joe Biden's kind of creepy and has been kind of a creepy old guy for a long time. But Joe Biden is listed in there. Then you've got Bernie Sanders, speaking of creepy old guys. 
You have Kamala Harris, who I still think is going to get the nomination when all is said and done because, well, in the Game of Thrones analogy, she's the one that's got the dragons. She's she's pretty much she's gonna she's gonna wind up in Westeros because she's got the dragons and no one's been able to figure out how to slay the dragons yet. Uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke is there. I cannot call a grown man Beto. I'm sorry, I can't. I know Hugh can. He's a better person than I am. But Robert Francis O'Rourke is listed in there. So that's one, two, three, four so far. Five. This is not an order of of um, their chances of winning. This is just this is just how. Reuters has enlisted. Five is Elizabeth Warren, dead candidate walking. Um, she's not going to go anywhere. She doesn't really have a chance, but she's running for something. I don't know what she's running for. Secretary of, I don't know, education maybe. But she's she, she still has delusions that she may somehow escape the primary with the nomination. It ain't going to happen. Number six, Cory Booker. Um, yes, Senator Spartacus is uh, still actively seeking the presidency. He's he was is in place number six. Seven is Amy Klobuchar out of Minnesota, another senator. Uh, Pete Bud- uh, Buttigieg is there, and you see, here's the thing that we've we on the Republican side have learned from a ridiculously large primary field that the Democrats have not learned yet. And that is, if you're a rising star and you are gaining really good critical uh, mass early in the nomination process, that's not necessarily a good thing. When the Republican field in 2016 just started to take shape, the one that got all the media buzz because he had all the money. He had all the big donors. He had everything all put together, and everybody thought, man, he's boxing out the rest of the field. He's going to ice everybody else out, was Jeb Bush. And Jeb Bush went nowhere really, really quickly. So people that thought that they were up early, Ted Cruz had had a good early start. Um, lots of people had, had early momentum in this thing and Donald Trump just laid them all to waste. So just because you're up early doesn't mean you're going to be there for the long haul, but Pete Buttigieg is, is, uh, enjoying his 15 minutes of fame early. It's remains to be seen whether it's going to translate into longevity in the primary process. Julian Castro who is the, or was the mayor of, what, San Antonio, I think, or Houston? I think it was San Antonio. And uh, was a cabinet secretary for uh, housing and urban development under Barack Obama. I'm not sure really what he's got to bring to the table, but he's running. Kirsten Gillibrand, who has less of a chance than Elizabeth Warren does, and Elizabeth Warren has no chance. Jay Inslee, who I think we may talk about a little bit in the after show today, uh, he is running on the climate change is going to kill us all if we don't destroy the Constitution and the economy to do something about climate change that we couldn't possibly fix in a million years, but we need to anyway because we're all dead in 10 years if we don't, candidate. John Delaney is a former Congress critter from Maryland. We've actually had him on the show here before, on the Hugh Hewitt Show. He was the first one in... And still nobody knows who he is. But he's actually one of the guys that makes the most sense. He's, uh, if you're a Republican, he's the most re- reasonable-sounding Democrat out there. 
He's kind of in that Tim Ryan lane. Speaking of Tim Ryan, he's listed on here as well, as is Tulsi Gabbard, who is running on the We Need to Protect Bashar al-Assad at All Costs Syria uh, wing of the Democratic Caucus. Then you have Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is an entrepreneur, former tech executive, who is running on a campaign of we need to give everybody in America a thousand bucks, and don't worry, Amazon and the Googles will pay for it. That's his plank. That and no baby in America should ever be allowed to have a circumcision performed on it ever again. Now, mind you, he has no problems with abortion on demand all the way up to birth, but circumcision, that's a step too far. That's just cruel. Abortion, fine. Circumcision, absolutely not. That's the Andrew Yang platform. He's running. Marianne Williamson. Even Adam's looking at me going, who? Marianne Williamson. She is a 66-year-old best-selling New York Times or best-selling author, motivational speaker, and Texas native. She believes her spirituality-focused campaign can heal America. She's basically the Oprah candidate. And then you have Wayne Messam, who is a 44-year-old first black mayor of the Miami suburb of Miramar. He was reelected in March. The son of Jamaican immigrants, he played on Florida State University's 1993 national championship team and then started a construction business with his wife. He has pledged to focus on reducing gun violence, mitigating climate change, and reducing student loan debt and the cost of health care, which I'm sure is going to make him stand out from everybody else in the field. So that's 18 so far. And that doesn't include Michael Bloomberg who is out there, and you know he's itching to get in, if Joe Biden is perceived to have not really the ability to do it, Michael Bloomberg's going to get in in a nanosecond and try and swoop in and take the, quote, centrist lane. John Hickenlooper, former governor of Colorado, he who apparently took his mom to go see a porn movie, Two years before the porn movie was released, he's getting in. He's going to run. He's got his memoir out. He's got his exploratory committee. He's all but announced he's running. He's going to run. Michael Bennett, another Colorado denizen, he is one of the senators of Colorado. He's making strong indications he's still going to get in. Then you've got Stacey Abrams, who hasn't won anything Unless, of course, you ask her, in which she will tell you she won the gubernatorial race in Georgia. Except, of course, she didn't win. But in her head, she knows she won. It was stolen from her. But she won, even though she didn't win. Um, she's talking about getting in. Joe Biden had... Uh, the, the, t- the team Joe Biden had signaled that... They were offering hailing frequencies to Stacey Abrams to make her the first joint ticket of the Democratic field, the Biden-Abrams ticket. She basically served up notice that she wants nothing to do with Joe Biden. She's not going to be anybody's number two. She's a winner. 
She's winning. She's talking about getting in on her own merits because, well, she really hasn't done anything yet except complain that she had an election stolen from her. So she's out there. And then, of course, you have The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, he's out there, too, the celebrity candidate. Oh, do you don't discount it. He's there's there's people out there that are saying that The Rock may be the the Donald Trump of the Democratic side, the entertainer. We've got to have the entertainment value on the Democratic ticket. There could be 22 people on the on the Democratic side before this is all said and done. We'll cover this. We'll cover all sorts of things. And then we'll have actually a little bit of fun. On the after show today, we're going to do a baker's dozen 13 stories that are a little off the beaten path just to kind of lighten the mood and take you into your weekend. So join us in in the universe for the after show and all sorts of good stuff. He will be back on Monday. We will do post games on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and all sorts of days. But have a great weekend. And don't forget you got to commit this to memory. There's going to be at least 20-plus Democrats to pick from to all get basically annihilated by Donald Trump. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday on the next Post Game Show. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Your freedom is under attack, but if you act now, you can protect not only your family, but generations to come. Go to townhallreview.com and to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.